they were doing a wedding there or they're filming it and then some shoes walk through the top of the frame <gasps> right what and the sailor's shoes <gasps> yeah Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Your other half is wonderful. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Being on the the Queen Mary tour with her was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> because there's Joy the skeptic, and then there's your other half, and she was cracking me the fuck up. Like that. So in our recent episode, Joy and I talked about we we do book reports and so joy did the historical and then i did the paranormal and i brought up the fact that when we were at the the pump station not pump station that's where people help you breastfeed um <laughs> sorry we were at the the <laughs> oops the 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 watertight emergency door where that where the 18 year old was crushed to death while allegedly yeah so while allegedly you know he was you know, shits and giggles, playing fuck about and found, find out. With no, 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 no. Oh, okay. So we're going to get into that. Okay, sorry. This is why Lewis is here, because he's going to tell us all the shit that, like, is incorrect. Before we go on, can you please move the microphone away from your mouth a little bit? Because you're why bitty and Fine. loud. Okay. Thank you. Um, no, when we were down there and they were talking about John Pedder, the lights flickered. And I immediately was like, the lights flickered. And Joy was like, they're doing construction. They plugged something in. Someone probably, my exact words were, someone probably plugged in a fucking vacuum. Right. Okay. (laughs) Or it was the devil. It could have been the devil. devil. That too. (laughs) And then your other half was like, no. (laughs) I was like, damn it, I've got two. I got two. Zoe believes nothing. She's like, this is all bullshit. It's disgusting. We're going to die of black lung. Let's go. So, yes, for sure. <laughs> Do not breathe the air on the Queen Mary. Right? I did, I did maybe... I did maybe say that to Joy that if we do stay the night and we have paranormal activity and see things, it could just be the mold spores causing well, right, to so, wear masks the whole time. All right. So yes, let's, okay, let's get a little here. hang on, hang on. Can we get just a little? Oh, uh, first of all, that's Emily and Hi. I'm Joy. Yes. And this is the residuals. residuals. All right. We have an interview today with Lewis to tell us all about his very personal experiences on the RMS Queen Mary. So if you would like to give us a little background about yourself, go right ahead. You can just tell us whatever you want. All right. Um, I did security and the front door guy for the Queen Mary overnights. Oh God. Terrifying. um, I guess three years, um, including COVID when there was no one on the ship but me. I was oh sweet lord! Only person 
on the Queen Mary, which made me the captain, in my opinion. It did. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was captain of the Queen Mary. Wait, did you give yourself <laughs> a cool nickname as well? Because we found that most captains have like a cool nickname or something. No, no I didn't actually. Three, 328 was my call. Okay, so then yeah. maybe maybe at the end of this episode, when we get to know you a bit better, we'll have a nickname for you, a captain nickname. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, fascinated to hear about your COVID experience because, you know, one of the things with, with this stuff is that it, it feeds off of the energy, obviously electrical energy, but off of the energy of others and considering you were the only other living something on a ship. Right. For it to give its full attention to, I'm fascinated. I ran a, how can I say this? A parallel existence because there were interesting things that happened. You know, there were some very, I had some very interesting experiences, but I would also do things like uh, on my phone, I would find uh, loops of children laughing and then just walk through the ship with my <laughs> my phone playing children laughing i walked through the hallway oh my god and i had to do patrols and things was that to keep yourself company and for a good laugh oh oh okay oh i like you people want to hear those things people want right so um if i had a patrol to do i would often put creepy noises on my phone and then just go do my patrol so <laughs> at first just for a minute there i thought you were bringing the spirits joy with the sound of laughter of children but no you were like listen no. i'm by myself yeah. on a giant haunted ship let's <laughs> what can i do to make this experience more terrifying so i wouldn't do that when i was by myself that was only when uh you know when the hotel was booked oh, i had to go uh, and do patrol oh so you you were that person so Lewis is the reason everybody that's been on the Queen Mary has stories. <laughs> we did actually have a story about, I, so I found a bunch of firsthand accounts yeah. and one of them was they had children in the hole. Oh yeah, I bet they did. So it wasn't children, it was Lewis. So it was me. Ah, <laughs> oh, you asshole. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, like John Petter was a real dude. He was a real dude and he had a traumatic experience and maybe that sort of thing would uh would attach you to a place yeah or a location something like that because right like you said we are energy and uh, an energy can't be destroyed right we can only be uh transformed fixed right. around reshuffled so um so maybe but then there's other things like the little girl in the pool Jackie and everyone talks about Jackie. Everyone talks about Jackie. Everyone who wasn't discovered until 1991 by a paranormal woo, who was a bit of a shyster, in my opinion. Um, and there's no record of a child ever drowning in the first class pool, which is supposedly where it happened. Mm -hmm. um, although the haunting supposedly happens at the second class pool because the first class pool was immediately gutted right it's not there anymore as soon as they brought the queen mary any pretense that the queen mary was special or cared for is a lie oh yeah and, i mean we um, we were reading about the fact that it the pool was working and then it was condemned for not being up to code like it was originally 
in the hotel pool, the first class one. And then it was, they were like, no, this isn't safe for anything. Well, no, the, for the first class pool was pulled out for um, the convention rooms, one of the convention centers rooms, because when oh. they initially brought in the Queen Mary, it was going to be, it was uh, Jacques Trousseau's uh, Sea World or Marine Land or something yeah. like that. That's why it was brought in. Which um, ironically was closed down because they didn't take care of the because the fish kept dying. <laughs> I know that there are a lot of ghost fish oh, around huh. that area. Oh, really? That's amazing. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's what people felt touching their legs in the I, pool I when they didn't so. feel like oh, they were by themselves. Oh, that's it. Oh, Nemo, so, I'm sorry. Uh, oh. yeah. Anyway, so it's been a bit of a scam since the beginning. Um, and I think that some of this uh, paranormal stuff kind of just goes along with that. It didn't really get going until Disney ran it. And like, uh, what is it? B, B341? B3, what's the B340. B340. The room that they tricked out with all the, the bells and whistle bullshit. That blew my mind. Extra. It costs so much money to stay in that room with no air conditioning, with no heat. Is it really decorated with Ouija boards and shit? No, it comes with a Ouija board. Oh. So you can like, you. oh my God. Okay, you get a Ouija board so you can get in, right? Oh my God. I believe that's made by Mattel. Is that Mattel or Ken? Who made made it? I think it's Hasbro. 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 So you can create a portal while looking out your porthole. A portal. And what's funny is um, a lot of times people get kooky and they'll rent that room and like, and do wacky stuff. And then somehow. Wait, what kind of wacky? I remember they used to, for some reason, people used to put the Ouija boards in the showers and stuff. I, I don't know. But anyway, so they would charge you for your broken Ouija board. You know, <laughs> your $12 Mattel Ouija board just cost you 50 bucks. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's when you just so, bring your own. Um, if, if you get that right? serious about it, bring your own. And also nothing ever happened in that room ever. It was a full Disney scam. Um, they were doing construction and someone wanted to book that room. And it was probably some Disney-esque guy. Who just, oh, you know, that room's haunted and we can't rent it right now. And a story is born. Right. You know, um, nothing ever happened in that room. That room didn't even exist when it was the Queen Mary. It was two different rooms. So. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So those numbers, with... those numbers don't go, they don't. Yeah. That's like the, the Del Coronado. Yeah. And the, that reminds me of it with the idea. I mean, you know. The Coronado doesn't leave you paranormal investigatory tools to play around with, but like so many people have gone into that specific room to try to contact the ghost that they purport is there. Right. And it's the same thing. They just bring in their Ouija boards and bring in their equipment. And whether there was something there originally or not, there sure as fuck is now because when Emily and I were there, it scared the shit okay. out of us. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna say we went into it with fully open minds. We didn't go right. into that room. Granted, my husband, it was it was my Christmas present from my husband. And he's like, guess what? In four days, you enjoy it. I I booked you the most haunted room in the hotel. And That's so awesome. we went into it, and it's the same thing, like you were saying, you know, with with this ship that 
if you say, oh, it's the most haunted, it's going to be the most expensive because you've right. got dummies. Oh, hello, for sure. Yeah. Who are like, because you've got do dummies. We, I mean, exactly. we're not, we just, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, the, the X files. I want to believe. And so I want to believe too. And not only that, but I do believe, I believe that there is stuff that's going on. I've had my own creepy experiences. I can tell you guys about. Yeah. I mean, but, but like going back to the Del Coronado, we felt like whether that room was haunted or not in the first place, what we experienced was the second you crossed that threshold into that room, you were hit with this horrific pressure this this atmospheric right. pressure change um was that was disorienting and as you you know joy you know joy personally and as you know joy is one of the most on top of her shit people on the face of the planet i am not so if i was to go in that room and be like wait what was i doing why did i go into the toilet it wouldn't be a surprise joy on the other hand was like i i forgot what i was I doing i was trying to do work i was trying to like right. write out figure out a title, upload our episode because it was that due date that we happened to go on the right. same like we, day of the week that we were supposed to be doing yeah. the thing. And I just, I was sitting there on the bed going, I can't focus. I huh? can't think straight. See, I don't know fuck? if that's true. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's true for you guys. I'm not, not sure if this room has that or if I just paid $500 and I'm going to F and see something. Right. Sure. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a combo of that also, one of the things that I found in reviews and ex quote unquote experiences, people finding the faucet being turned on, including housekeeping. But that was actually one of the, the shtick tricks that Disney had put into that room mm -hmm. yeah. when it was one of the, the things, including the, a fucking hologram of John Pedder, quote unquote, a John Pedder appearing in a mirror is one of the tricks that they had put into that room. Well, I know that they did the mirror trick. I'm not exactly sure if it was John Pedder. It was it was very much like the, um, you know, the heads in the haunted mansion that follow you. Yeah, that was the illusion. That was okay. the illusion. Yeah. So listen, I want to hear. I want to hear what has happened to you. I want to hear the weird stuff. I want to hear the stuff that you think you can debunk like whatever but lay it on us all right so there's there's a place um the only the only place where i got really really creeped out consistently was um it's a men's restroom that has been gutted and destroyed you know when they first when they first docked the ship so it's been unused for a long time it's the port side off the main uh, gallery people can't get back there it's only it's uh, it's all backstage stuff, but there's the skinny skinny hallway, and it it was creepy as f. That place was just super duper creepy. Then I had one experience with a partner of mine. She didn't like to go around. She did not like. It. She was a uh, security for the paranormal thing one night, and she walked off of it. Really, her first night. She found out. She's like, wait, you're trying to contact them? You want them to come? Oh, I'm gone. Oh, and my God. Oh, my God. walked out. She was like, I am not interested in this. Whoa. Was that a personal belief thing of hers? Or was it because so, she well, had some experiences and she was like, why are you trying to amplify this? Both. Yeah, she had experiences and she didn't want that. That was not her thing. You know, I used to have, I, I joke, I used to have a, uh, like a working relationship with John. Good morning, John. Good morning, Lewis. Just two guys going to work. 
<laughs> you know, so like they used to give you um, in the tours, they would give you uh, these little rods, right? That you were supposed to that would point. Dowsing rods? Dowsing so rods. they would like cross? Okay. Right. And um, I don't know how they work. I don't know what the deal is. Like tricking your mind with stuff. But I used to always be able to go, hey, John, who's the coolest guy in the room? And it would always point to me. But then they're real. They work. <laughs> obviously, they work, Lewis. Obviously. So obviously, they're real, right? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I used to. Well, if you were the time. captain of the ship, you know, <laughs> the ship was just like, hey. You know what, you guys, you guys, anyway. <laughs> okay, so that's that's option, option number one. Option number one is Captain Cool Guy. Captain Cool Guy. Coolest guy in the room. There was a, a D. My partner and I were uh, patrolling one time and um, we walked into the room and the lights just turned on. It's like, and they turned on and she was like, oh, she wasn't really digging it. And I'm like, okay, if you guys are here, shut them off. And they went off. Oh, oh my. And, um, <gasps> and I was like, wait, do it again, do it again, do it again. And they were turning on them off and on, off and on. <gasps> and, it was, and they were going off and on, off and on, off and on. And D was flipping out. She was calling me all kind of crazy names. <laughs> and, uh, and we were in the middle of the room. So like we couldn't, there were no lights. You know, I couldn't touch anything. So that, that pretty much freaked her out. Freaked me out too. I don't get freaked out. I was like, okay, interesting. But then about a week later, maybe two weeks later, I found out that there is a loose electrical in that room. And... Uh. Um, but the timing, yeah, the timing was perfect. The timing was perfect. I'm gonna say yes, but the fact that it was happening at your request at the times you were requesting, there's that leaves a little wiggle room, right? Right? right. Oh, no, it was, it was. I believe that there are probably things attached to the ship because there was a lot of drama that happened on that ship, sure. I mean, it was in the war, there's a lot that happened, yeah. A little girl didn't drown in the pool. Right. But there's a but, lot of oh, Jackie. But there were how many like German prisoners of war like that were brought over, you know? That were stored very inhumanely. Really? You know, yeah, like standing up. Oh my god. That's so, I mean, that's the the trauma alone. Right. From the war stuff. Mm -hmm. Regardless of who was on on board. Yeah. Is I'm sure that that's just infused everything. So I believe that that sort of stuff exists and that sort of stuff happens. I don't believe that it's going to show up for an eight o'clock tour on time. Right. Yeah. Or you're going to see something every time. I had crazy experiences. I was on the boat all the time. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, nearly every day for what, for like three years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, overnight, yeah. sometimes by myself, you know, I've got, a, I was the only person on the ship. And that probably hasn't been like that since it was built. If ever. If I ever. mean, maybe if when ever. in the beginning of the depression, when they shut everything down before she was complete is probably right. the only time. Well, it was more of, it was a hull. At that yeah. Point. It wasn't actually like no one would really go into it. And it yeah. Was just That's, but I'm trying to think of like the only other time yeah. when she was either out of service. I mean, if she was ever docked to have repairs or retrofitting or anything done for the troops or taken off after her service in wartime, like people were there doing things yeah. around her. 
So you might be the only I might be ever yeah, had that to, kind of relationship with this ship. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. This is bonkers. So what was your first, ex- what was your very first experience on the boat that where you were like, maybe this, maybe this can't be explained? Hmm. Well, um, hmm. there was, I guess when I first started, I did the paranormal tour, right? And and it's difficult to say because probably the first thing was the just being spooked out by that bathroom hallway, just walking through there, and you just got a cold feeling like "Hmm, this is something that's not right here, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, and Dee felt it too, you know. She was there. Would Um, you avoid that hallway if you could? No, no, I don't. I don't avoid stuff like that. Oh, I do. I'm like, I don't, I don't have to pee today at all. Goodbye. I'm, but... a, I'm, no, I'm a spiritual bully. I'm big. <laughs> I'm afraid. So, no, I'm not. So the hallway by the bathroom. Hallway by the bathroom is the spooky. But see. It doesn't have to be scary. It no, I mean, it's, it's not scary. It's just experiencing with the seeing, hearing something that, and it, but yeah, definitely not scary. There's so much, people have so much emotionally invested in that ship for some reason, even me. It's a weird boat. She's been so many things. And like, you know, uh, at the time, um, what was it with the the engines were built in a different way so that it was like a turbine and it wasn't the same kind of engine they'd been using. Like there were all these innovations. It was the the fastest ship until 1955. It was Mm -hmm. when the French were designing cutters and, and, uh, doing all that stuff um the english just the english answer was put a bigger engine in it mm-hmm. you know, we were the original americans i mean what can i say exactly. i was gonna say that's a very american way it's of looking totally at american it's totally american it was like yeah we could do all that fruity stuff or we just put a big engine in it there you go right and um it was the biggest engine and it was the fastest ship until 1955 when the uss united states beat it and that record stands today that has was never that, been beaten. Was that the Blue Ribbon Award? The Blue Ribbon? Is that, is that what that is? I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's... It's the unofficial accolade for making the Atlantic trip in the shortest amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was the Queen Mary's until it lost it to the United States. Okay. And that ship just sits and rots. And, Where is that? And I believe it is in Oregon. Huh. And it is literally just a rotting hull. No one even Aww. goes there anymore and just watches it. But that's not an analogy for our country, everybody. So just be cool. Sure, it's not. No, sure. not at all. Not a, no. 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 <laughs> I mean, if it's not on fire, it's not accurate. So. Right. <laughs> Good point. Um. <laughs> so yeah, you guys know about the Coracoa, the ship that got cut in half? Yes. Yes. I mean, that's a lot of trauma right there. Those people, uh, when it first happened, the uh, the captain was still calling, the Corcoa's captain was still calling for all engines stopped. He had no idea that his ship had been cut in half. Holy shit, really? Oh, so, uh, yeah. He thought, well, we hit, or something hit us, right? And the Queen Mary, unless you were on deck and you saw it, you didn't know at all. You just sliced right through it. 
What like what was the size comparison between those two? Do you know? Yeah, you can go online. It was pretty small, and then they were smaller. ordered. Yeah, they were ordered to stay within. I think it was two hundred meters of the Queen Mary, mm-hmm. which was a big fast ship. And uh, some of the deck people were like, "Oh yeah, we're going to hit that ship. We're going to hit it." <sighs> and they crossed and hit. And the deal was so it was a top secret mission. Um, so there was no rules, radio silence. Mm-hmm. Everything was agreed upon beforehand. We go this way for this long, and then boom, we switch. We go this way, and then boom, we switched. And someone didn't switch. Uh. And uh, they crossed in front. And since it was a top secret mission, they couldn't even call in their position. So they just, good luck, right. guys. Yeah, they had to keep going. Yeah, I think it was three I hours. See, and that's something that. I wasn't aware of about it being yeah. top secret. Yeah, it was a top secret mission. And so it, not only did you get hit and split, but then because the Queen Mary is built the way it is, and just those huge propellers just suck you right through it. Oh, God. So, oh, no. You became Chud. Yeah, slurry. A slurry. Oh, that's so terrible. And we were also told when I went on, I think, was it the mechanical tour? They were saying that even if she wanted to stop and do something, it was pointless because it would take her 10 miles before yeah. she could stop. She was going so fast. Yeah. There was a, um, yeah. I mean, it was the fastest ship by far. That's wild. Know? Yeah. They said it took like five days for her to cross. 10 days. It's 10 day crossing. Why am I, why does it say five days on everything that I'm reading? That's a lie. It's oh. a 10 day crossing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked because everything I I find on the internet is true and I believe it. Listen, (laughs) that's shocking. Most of the stuff that I read during that book report was from the Queen Mary site. So, oh my God. (laughs) I will. Well, they also tell everybody that Jackie, uh, there's a ghost from Jackie. Lewis, I got to tell you, when we were on it, we were informed that the Jackie thing had evolved. Um, that there was a, a that giant dome structure next to the Queen Mary. The they then told goose us, dome. <laughs> yeah, the spruce goose dome. We were informed that Jackie had also been seen in there crawling around the rafters, which sounded very, right. very the like the ring girl crawled out of the TV. Right. No. It's like that. That just. Why? So I, I worked with somebody who who. Says he had an experience with uh, Hugh in, with the Spruce Goose. Wait, and what did they tell you? Just he, he said he talked to an old man. He was like, you're not supposed to be in here. You know, and the old man just like shuffled and kind of walked away. He chased him around the corner and he could smell cigar smoke. What? But there was no old man. And he was like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah. <gasps> oh my God. Now you see this this is the stuff that, that I live for. And that's the stuff that's like you can't explain that. Yeah. So that was, wait. Um, go ahead. No, sorry. Go, but um, so going back to my question, what was the first time that you saw or or heard or just experienced something other than that hallway in the toilet and that feeling? I never saw anything. Um yeah, I can't say that I ever saw anything it was just more of a feeling you know just feelings i get that you know and then and then there's so much carnival environment that surrounds that aspect of it Mm -hmm. it's difficult to tell what's real and what's not 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think my biggest surprise learning what I've learned about the ship is all of the Disney stuff, because I had no idea about that. Like I grew up on the other side of the country. I didn't know dick about the Queen Mary until I moved here. I'm going to send you some videos that you have to watch. Listen, I'm apologizing officially on air about this because every time I went to watch the video, even after you'd reminded me, I'd go, oh yeah, I have to do that. And then I was like, no, wait, I can't because I need to be surprised uh, when I hear these stories. You're watching I thought you were going to say you'd forget. And I was like, wait, that's amazing. No, I no, because I'd go to do it. And I was like, no, I have to. You should watch a- the Disney ones because I'm, I'm on anyway. I will. I'm there. I will. I'm doing it. And that, that might now I can fun. because we're talking to you and we did the book reports, but I there needed to like be a blank canvas about it. But so, all right. So how Disney got it. You want to hear that? Yes. Really Tell normal, me but... everything. No, it's yes, important please. though. Yes. All right. So there was a man named Walt and he built a land and on that land, he wanted a hotel, <laughs> but he had spent so much money on that land that he couldn't afford to build a hotel. Mm-hmm. So he brought in a third party, a um, Jack Wagner was his name. Mm-hmm. And Jack Wagner, yeah, the Wagner Corporation, yeah. Um, who was a neighbor of his and said, hey, uh, will you build a hotel here and I'll rent it to you for 99 years at like a dollar a year. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you can have it. And uh, the guy's like, sure, that sounds good. I'll do it. So he built his hotel. You know, Walt gets his hotel on the property, right? It's the Disneyland Hotel, not owned by Walt, though, but it's still a Disneyland hotel. Okay. After Disneyland becomes a huge success, they want the hotel now. And the guy's not going to sell it to him because it's, it's making a bunch, a bunch of money. And Walt made a deal with this guy and their friends. That, you know, I'm not going to pull it away from you. We made a deal and it's good. So he had the hotel. He had the hotel until Walt died. And then Mr. Eisner took over the, the business mm-hmm. and he wanted the hotel. And he was flipped out because not only did they have a hotel, but they had the rights to Disney Hotel. And mm-hmm. they could have Disney Hotel any place they wanted. So mm-hmm. he did a full court press on getting the hotel, right? When Jack died, his kid said, okay, we'll, we'll sell you the hotel, but you have to buy the whole company. And that includes Lassie and the, the Lone Ranger. What? The Queen Mary. Whoa. Had, they had to buy the Queen Mary. They got stuck with this boat. They're not interested in this at This all. is so wild. They were just like, listen, we don't want any of the shit. We want all of the money. Take it as a bundle. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have done the same thing. Sure, it's a lot to handle. Disney gets what they want. You know, Disney gets what they want. So they get the uh, they get their hotel, but now they got stuck with a boat. And they're like, you know what? We're Disney. We can make this work. So Disney took yeah. the boat from the piece of crap that it was, shined it up, made it beautiful, really? sub- submitted a plan saying, hey, we're going to build a whole island here. Okay, we're going to make you a destination and it's going to be beautiful, except you have to sell us the ship. We're not going to do a long term lease because we're going to invest all this money. We have to be in control. And the seat's like, well, we're not going to do that. Yeah, she's ours. Technically, we can lease her, but we're not going to sell her. Exactly. Because we need her for what? To say we have her. 
we'd have no one to kick around. Exactly. Anyway. So wait, let me ask you a question. So prior to Disney t- taking her over and like you said, shining her up and making her all nice and nice, was she also, was, was this like the first like state of disrepair she'd been in in like these 70s, 80s? It's a cycle. I identified at least six cycles. Yeah, because it seems like that's what keeps happening. Them renting it to a third party, the third party getting a bunch of money to fix the ship, uh-huh. dealing all that money, and then walking away. And that happened. It happened again. Then Disney took over and said, hey, we will make you the deal of a lifetime. All you got to do is sell us the ship. Yeah. You know, they said no. Disney walked away, built an exact replica. What? In Tokyo of the Queen Mary. <gasps> it's called the Columbia. Nuh-uh. Look it up. It looks exactly like it. I'm looking it up right now. And they built an island around it. This is insanity. But it's also, this is very on brand with Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. Disney doesn't care. <laughs> We're going to succeed with or without you, with your boat, with or without you. The SS Columbia, Tokyo Disney Sea. It is located in the New York Harbor section. So that island that's built, that was supposed to be Long Beach. If you look around, that was all meant to be Long Beach. So were they going to take that landing area and change it? Because, I mean, Long Beach. There's industry all there. So an industry stepped up and said, no, we want to be able to unload our ships there. We, oh, my God. It does look just like the Queen Mary. Yeah. <sighs> so watch my videos. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we put a link to the video? Yeah. I'll have our thing. Okay, okay. Everybody go watch Lewis's videos and look up the Columbia in Tokyo because holy shit. Isn't that crazy? Even the inside. Oh, my God. Uh, so. Is that the same carpet? <laughs> no, it's much nicer. It's way <laughs> nicer. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have hazardous materials in it. No, of an organic right. nature. There's that. They really missed the mark on the, uh, <laughs> the asbestos and other things. So the lesson here is don't fuck with the mouse. No. Just Boom. <laughs> well, I, I think I think Florida is also discovering that the hard way. I think that's out. hysterical. Yeah. I can't Whoops wait to see how this shit plays out. Oh, it's gonna be oh amazing. Just just like Bugs Bunny. Saw it off. Saw it off. <laughs> so they're interested in making money. And if they have to say that there's some paranormal shit happening on the ship, so be it. Sure. Why yeah. not? But what we've run into time and time again is the inkling that there might be some energy stuff happening and then people perpetuating it and giving it more energy and giving it a name and giving it a backstory. And then things really happen right. from just that influx. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, know, there's what... things, the thing is, there's things that happened everywhere. Somebody died everywhere, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's what your emotional. I think your emotional investment in that spot was, or that experience was. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure if um, if it's if a ghost is a being, you know, that's actually existing in that, or is it just a time loop that got snagged? It's like a record repeating, or is it? Because I think it would be difficult if if you were a ghost to make like decisions and. Just to get up in the morning. Wouldn't that be like, a bummer? Wouldn't it be boring? 
Yeah. When you're just stuck in the same place all the time. Like I've heard about sometimes they show up one place and sometimes they show up another place. <laughs> or it is like that residual like loop that we're talking about where it's just a phase through. I felt there were, there were times when I was walking those hallways and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be a ghost just because I was <laughs> walking this automatically every day. I'm just yes. walking around the Queen Mary. It's like, I'm going to wake up dead and then go to work and then just keep going. Yeah. Part of your energy is going to be stuck in that same <laughs> loop that you did. I mean, I felt like that in places too. When I had my businesses in New York, I was there more than I was at my apartment. I was there more than I was. I was sleeping there. Right. Like when I die, there will be some piece of me stuck in 28 Marcy Avenue in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Right, like, yeah, for sure. Hands down. So I believe, yeah, like the like the people who worked on that ship, you know, that lived on that ship. That was yeah. their existence. You know, sure. There's probably some some energy that gets some residuals. Oh. Right. Yep. Exactly. And we have conversations about glitches where it feels like it's a time travel situation where you walk into a different time and all of a sudden you're looking at it in 1940. And I have some footage of a, um, of a wedding. Well, yeah, it's a wedding, but it's um, just the preacher, the bride and the groom, and a witness and they're standing in the um oh you guys have been there in the very back of the engine room did you guys get to go i was in the i've been in the engine room i've been in the engine room the very very well beyond the engine room were you just in the big huge cavernous part or um, we were where they have like all the stairways built up and down like by the boilers and no right there's a a farther a farther farther back than that um and they were doing a wedding there or they're filming it, and then some shoes walk through the top of the frame, <gasps> right? What? And the sailor's shoes. <gasps> yeah. And there was no one over there, and no one was... Yeah. So, and that footage exists. I have that footage. Okay, we would like to see that very much. Thank you. Is that in the one that you sent me? So I can link that's it or not is it a different one. one? Well, that's then. not even my favorite chapter. There's like a lot of good ones, and that's not my favorite. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, you have to send me that one too. It's called Death on the Queen Mary. Because you know what happened when you died on the Queen Mary? What? You stayed on the Queen Mary? No, they put you with the ice cream and the beer. <laughs> um, that sounds like a party. Because that's where they had yes. to store you. We actually we were talking about this. There's a fam there's there's a family of a gentleman who recently died on a cruise ship and yeah. it had a hospital yeah. on board and a- allegedly a morgue area. And they found out when they got off that he had in fact been stored in the walk-in freezer uh yeah. by you know by the crisper. Hey man, when I die, put me with the beer and the ice right. cream. I won't be mad. Yeah. Yeah, put me in the walk-in freezer at at Cracker Barrel or something. I don't. (laughs) By the yeast rolls at Golden Corral. I don't care. Well, I I did tell you that one of my first jobs, Lewis, when I moved to America, was working at a feed. We called it the feeding trough. It was one of those buffet places, but it was like Mm. redneck, redneck, whatever. Um, And we would chain smoke uh, in and around uh, the (laughs) walk-in freezer. It was North Carolina in the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Immediately, immediately when you said North Carolina, he went, oh, yeah. yeah. 
Just tell them it's oregano <laughs> on the iceberg. They went gross, <laughs> fucking gross, dude. Listen, I'm pretty sure you made me take that part out of the episode <laughs> when we talked about it. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> It's fine now. We've been doing this long enough that I just, I've lost every single shit I have. Just, who cares? It's who cares? like, is it yeah. funny? It's staying in. Okay. I good. don't even know if it's funny. It's just, it's unfortunately. It's actually appalling. But that's it's just, it's disgusting. Yeah. And it's yes. North Carolina. Yeah. Um, that is, oh, that's bonkers man. that there is that, that content on video. Oh, speaking of which we just had a photo sent to us by a listener. Yes. So one of our listeners is actually, uh, she's a set dresser here in town, which is always fun when you have someone from the industry listening to you. And so whenever her friends go anywhere historic, like in this case, the queen Mary, they'll take pictures of, of the interior, you know, in case she wants inspiration. There was a photo they took. Um, I don't know what room it was. There was a stage and the and a grand piano. It's the it's like the main one that has the. I think it has the unicorn. I know exactly where you are. Okay, exactly where you are. So it was a daytime picture. There's like you know some people milling around. There is a very definite figure that is translucent and they're gray. Very definite figure sitting at the piano keys. Um, oh, the piano lady. Yeah, that's, that's she's a famous one. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, we're looking at it and I'm like, that looks, you can see that there is some draping of fabric behind it. But to me, it looks like someone in top and tails, like someone from it, the heyday. It's not like I'm staring at it. Can you, can you put it on the, is there a way to put that? it in the chat? Yes, I can do that right now. Um, I mean, it could also just be like, apparition form like i'm not trying to be real technical with an outline of something if it's a ghost manifesting <laughs> like maybe you don't have a whole arm i don't know <laughs> but they didn't see it until they looked at the photo afterwards right. long afterwards yeah. and then they were like oh my i've been trying to um debunk the the angles of it like with the the light reflecting and stuff, but it's a toughie to, I don't, cause at first I was like, Oh, it's just something this. behind it, but it, it's very sent. Wow. Oh, it's pretty good. It's in our zoom chat now for you. Okay. Can you find that Lewis? Uh, no, I'm not pushing any buttons. No, where it says chat. I'm not the pushing bottom? any buttons. To look at the All picture. Right, fine, fine. <laughs> I mean, unless it came with the elderly gentleman and his New Balance standing next. Go. No, it yeah, looks... it is. It's the elderly gentleman with the New Balance. That's, That's it. That's the ghost. Um, yeah, if you click on that picture, it should get bigger. Yeah, just double click it. Got to download it first. No, just click on it. You guys are lying. Look, I'm double clicking and it's not working. Oh, try single clicking. I did a single click. Do a rapid double click. Click your heels three times. (laughs) All right. Where do you see it? All right. I'm looking. Okay. So if you look at the piano, Uh at the piano bench, there is the outline. Oh, yeah, maybe. It's pretty weird. It looks like it could be the back. Whoa. So that's not traditionally where um, the piano lady shows up. And that's why I'm saying I think it's someone else. And I would yeah. say there is a chance that it could be like, oh, maybe there's a bug. However, 
it's the fact that when you zoom in, it does actually, it looks like a human body. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I've seen some stuff where people freak out over much less. Yeah, but I'm a hard ass, so. That's fine. The piano lady is supposed to be by the ticket. Yeah, by the check-in. Ticket or the office or something. Um. Yeah, well, and that was that was the original. That was the uh, the pursers. Um, okay. Originally, when you checked in, yeah, but yeah, that and that's the piano she's supposed to be at too. Maybe. Yeah. You know. It's interesting. Also, it was one of those things where there wasn't a piano at the pursers booth when the ship was running. That's just mm-hmm. not where that piano was. Yeah. You know. So maybe maybe she's connected to the piano, and when they move it around. Maybe. You know, maybe maybe somebody else was just bored and they wanted right. to the piano. Exactly. They got tired of walking in the skinny hallway by the remodeled men's bathroom. No, no, it's not remodeled. It is it is oh gutted. Nasty. It's just gutted. Oh, I thought that it was not even like... used for storage. Not even used for storage. Oh just my god. Empty. Just empty oh. and black. Oh, that's interesting though, because that means that whatever is there just festers there there's no new energy no no it's nasty oh that changes my perspective on that bathroom then if you find yourself listening to our show and thinking oh I have a story that I should send in. Then go to our website, theresidualspodcast.com, and send us a message. We love bringing you all things paranormal, but we would like to do more. And this is where you come in. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. After that, leave us a glowing review, give us a five-star rating, and share us on your social media. We are so grateful for your support. Now... Back to the show. When you have nothing to do and you're on a boat and you have the keys to everywhere, you just go everywhere. Yeah, you know, I, would. I, went, I went, I unlocked every door. I went into every room. You know, there were rooms that hadn't been touched in forever. Like they still had wallpaper that were like half torn down and you could see the original wallpaper. Oh my God. This sounds you know, like such a dream. I found, it is. It, it was actually kind of fun. And I would find places that like people would hide out, you know, like I found a TV and like a couple bottles of wine and um, and like a recliner. It was someone's, you know, space that they used to go and hang out in. But it was like an old TV, you know, like a tube TV. Oh my God. Wow. And so the much. bottles of wine. So it's like, you know, some guy in the, in the 80s was probably hanging out here. Yeah. And, uh, and like no one's opened that door yeah, since then. It's a big... I mean, it's, it's a big ship and there's a lot of empty space. So it's essentially a giant conglomeration of different time capsules. Right. Wrapped in like everyone's weird energy. <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah. Because, well, and then, so when it was sold, it was, it was like, it was, it was junk, you know, it mm. was, it was meant, it was on its way to be scrapped. Wait, which you know, time? Just when like it was his sold. sister ship. The, the very the last, last time. time. Okay. Yeah. When it was like when when uh the city of Long Beach outbid by a hundred thousand dollars a uh I believe it was a Japanese company that was just gonna grind it to metal because yeah. no one cared about it. 
All right. Oh, any any pretense that like it was special is a lie. That's so so sad. when uh. when they when Long Beach bought it, part of the deal was you need to throw a big party mm-hmm. when it leaves. And need you guys we need to see that it's special because we're creating a destination in Long Beach. And if everyone goes, this is a crappy boat and we just moved it to Long Beach, no one's going to come and see us. Right. We need it. We need to believe that it's special. So part of the deal is you throw this huge party at the end. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Get English old ladies to cry. Just make it like it's a big thing. So they did love that. (laughs) And then they were supposed to hit all these ports on its final trip. Mm-hmm. And since only two of the four propellers were working because it had been so poorly maintained. Oh, my fuck. Yeah, they don't tell you that on the tour. <laughs> they had to cut stops. And then you could only stay like we were supposed to stay here three nights. You can only stay here one night because the city of Long Beach said you have to arrive on this date. Right. We've got yeah. we've got bands. Well, they had got, their yeah. shit going. They had like right. a whole thing happening exactly. for their arrival. So yeah, they had and they had to go all the way down the bottom of South America. Right. They had to cross because it was too big to go through the canal. Fucking wild. wild. So um yeah. And also going through South America in a ship that was built for in a northern Atlantic crossing is really uncomfortable. That sounds like fucking horrible. That sounds like a hot, sweaty can of angry people soup. Yeah, a whole can awful. of stinky. So, and they're all drunk and, and they're all drunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and probably slowly realizing they've been ripped off. You know, right? But right. that was also like thirty nine days or something. something right? Like was it like a huge. really long time? It wasn't like oh, I'm only with these people for like a week. Yeah. Like no, they for like it over was a month. Huge. Oh my God. So when you were on the boat by yourself during COVID, was the atmosphere different than it was when, when you were by, when, when it was full on season with people there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, it was weird. It was, um, and there's a lot of construction going on at the time. And I don't know if you guys know, remember, but when COVID first started, right. um, it was really rainy. Yes. It was raining all the time. So, um, and everyone had to stay inside, right? Like I had a piece of paper that said I could go out and drive. I got pulled over by the police, you know, they're like, why are you out? So I had a piece of paper that said, I'm going to work. I'm allowed to be outside. Remember how crazy COVID got? It got that intense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't have, I was talking to Zoe the other day. We didn't have jobs at the time. Our industries were completely shut down. I was, I felt like I was being marched into a, into a meat grinder every day. I was like, how can this happen? Why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, why am I being as a first line person? It sucked. <laughs> first yeah. first yeah. line infantry sucked. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I mean, so, the only time um, we left to drive anywhere was me. And that's because our daughter refused, obviously little kids, it it it's it fucked them up then and our children are still recovering from it and now right. she was three yeah. and a half yeah. at the time and she suddenly she stopped refusing to go to bed at night she did yeah. not want to go to sleep so i'd have to put her in the back seat of the car and drive around aimlessly until she fell asleep and there were numerous times that i had police that were like following me and i just knew right. like mm-hmm. what am i supposed to do if they pull me over and but you know i wasn't pulled over possibly because i'm a white lady with blonde hair 
you know, but like we were all in survival mode, but you on top of that had this, you had to leave and go and do this. It was, so it was horrible. And then after, I don't know if you guys remember, at one point they decided they were going to bring a hospital ship down to, uh, to Los Angeles, right? So they brought in this hospital ship and it docked right next to the Queen Mary. Oh, okay. Well, no, it didn't go. It was right off, but they would they would um, unload right next to the Queen Mary, right? Mm-hmm. So it right. was out to sea, and they would use our docks. Um, so, and then 14 of the Marines got sick on that ship. I don't know if you guys remember that. but mm-hmm. So, 14 Marines got sh- sick, and what they decided to do with them was put them on the Queen Mary. Oh, Jesus. There was no, there was no one on the Queen Mary, right? Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to put him in a regular hospital. And they didn't want to leave him on, on, um, on a hospital ship. But it's a hospital ship. Mm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh... So anyway, um, they put him on the Queen Mary with me. Ooh. And um, and then I got covid and um and i got it very seriously i was down for i was in bed for about two months i mean oh my god yeah i don't i don't remember things right so that was my end to the queen mary it was like it was pretty dramatic yeah like i fell down i'm so sorry that was the end but it was um it was an experience you have videos that were going to see yeah you just need to watch because i think a lot of those questions i answer better when i was actually on the ship Mm -hmm. you know okay so we've had weird feelings in specific places that have always been weird like you're saying that the skinny hallway with the decrepit men's bathroom that's always just it's always felt weird to you and other people that you were with right I would tell people at B340, I would tell people that nothing ever happened in there. They, like, they would congregate and like <laughs> look in the hallway and bother the people. I'm like, what are you idiots doing? I you mean, know? we've I found some absolutely bonkers story that it was because uh, that, that there was something that happened in the 60s where a guy went went a bit nutty and he brutally murdered two women and they put him in B340 to contain him. Because there's no brig. Yeah. Like right. Every ship has a holding area. I don't know. (laughs) And and that they heard him screaming from the inside to let him out. And then they went in and found he'd been brutally murdered and dismembered. And it's like, really? Who dismembered somebody in listen, he was ripped apart. Dismemberment is a that is a very difficult thing to do to a human body. That <laughs> like, is a like, thing. Apparently, like he was ripped. It's just absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah, absolutely bonkers. Did you yeah. ever? Did you ever have stuff happen in the engine room or the boiler room? Because I've heard that is like one of those places where we spoke to a tour guide who said that he had been touched down there and stuff. It's they're playing with the hand. <laughs> I used to go on those. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. A hand across your face. Yeah. Like that. Uh, that didn't I'm happen to you big, yeah i i never had that happen and Interesting. I'm, I'm i don't know i don't know yeah you know i'm skeptical of that kind of thing mm-hmm. because um but see i would be an aggressive ghost i wouldn't i wouldn't brush you i'd slap you 
So, okay. Well, you know, no, and, and everybody does have different experiences. Right. I mean, I've gone to places and had things happen and other people have been like, no, that didn't happen to me. Yeah. Right. It must not have happened to you either. And it's right. like, well, don't call me a liar. Just right. Like, <laughs> um, so, okay. So well, the boiler one, room, engine room was not, yeah. a, sorry, go ahead. Em. No, sorry. I was going to say you, you were saying your partner D. Um, it seems that D was maybe a little bit different in how she approached or like than you in that it sounds like maybe she was more open to things. So so. She just didn't like it. She just, okay. did, she did not want to experience. I'm not afraid of experiencing it. You know, I'm, right. I'm interested. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you got. Um, right. But D did not want any of that. She was, she's in the videos too. She did not want any of that. She believed in it. And she's like, you know what? You say on your side, I say on my side, right. everything's cool. Yeah, I get like that a lot of the time too. I'm just like, I feel like my head might explode. Like I'm right. afraid that if, because I've heard things, I've felt things, right. I've had weird dreams. I've had a lot of really strange, inexplicable, right. put under the heading of paranormal right. experiences but I haven't seen much. Right. And I am totally one of those people that's like, I don't want to see anything. That'll be like the first thing I say when I walk in somewhere, because I don't know, like something about my brain is just like, that'll be too much. Right. (laughs) I don't know if I've seen something like, I only know about those shoes in the video because someone else showed me if I would say, I want to say, Oh yeah. Someone walked past. You know, right. I don't know, maybe I did see something, you know, you might've seen it and not realized and it not at even the time. Realized sure. that yeah. something was happening, you know, because like I, I mean, said, with John Petter, we had a working relationship. Hey dude. Yeah. When you were in that area with the door and stuff, did anything ever feel weird down there? Mm, weird is subjective. Cause I don't, I don't feel weird over stuff. Okay. Did you feel any sort of shift in maybe? An atmosphere, an ambiance. In- <laughs> I did not feel anything bad. I didn't feel anything malicious mm-hmm. or evil right. or anything like that. There's a might have been a guy down there. Yeah, okay. And he probably died at a work accident, a work-related accident. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He was down there by himself. He, he was low man on the totem. And they were like, dude, guess what? Go clean up down there. Mm-hmm. So he had to go down there and clean up. And then... Um, they ran tests. I don't know. Did you guys hear how this happened? Yeah. So they were t- running yeah, you tests. tell us. You tell us. Yeah. And they were like, hey, 13 isn't closing. Why isn't 13 closing? Oh, God. So they sent a guy down there to find him uh, or to find out why that door wasn't closing. And uh, they found him in between. Oh. Uh, there wasn't yeah. anyone else down there. He wasn't yeah. playing a game where he was jumping back and forth. You know, it's just a work a workplace accident. Yeah, which makes sense. Joy made a really good point when we were discussing it because to me, I was like, oh, he died immediately. But Joy made a really good point. In no. That... Okay. They <laughs> reached... No, he wasn't dead when they reached him. When oh they God. reached him, he wasn't I'm dead. Sure he, he was dead when they undid the door because they right. kept pressure, right? The, the pressure yes. was still there. He wasn't dead. And then the door, and then like a water balloon. Yeah, it's like, do you want to say anything to anyone before we kill you, basically? Right. Before that's we open awful. the store and you die. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't. Oh, God, that's awful. That's absolutely so, awful. That's so sad. 
I mean, being that you were you were there for for so long working in security and on the night shift, so you had other co-workers who were on the night shift. Did anyone ever like say anything in in the break? Like, were there stories that were consistent kind of stories with sure. with your other ones? So, could you tell us some of those? Well, I told you about the uh, the Spruce Goose guy, um, and that was a police officer who I worked with. He was a, when he wasn't working with us, he was a cop. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so everyone has something. Everyone has something. You know, everyone had like, uh, I saw the piano lady. I never saw a piano lady, but I've talked to people who said they saw the piano lady. You know, um, I was always fascinated with um, the isolation chambers. They used to, they have these things in back where if you were sick, they would put you, you know? Um, yeah. So I was always fascinated by that. They would also put you there because there were stowaways. Okay. So if they caught you as a stowaway, oh, that's where you've got that. to go. Um, okay. It's actually got a bench and a nice window. Like I lived in worse apartments. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so did so did you have coworkers experience things in there? In there, yeah. And also on the wall there, there's a list of all the people who never died. Right. Oh, there's a yes, list of yes. people who died and how they died. Right. Um, because the Queen Mary kept records. Right. Do you, okay. Do you think that the records are 100% accurate? 100% accurate. Really? You don't think that nothing, that anything was flubbed? Yeah. They were, they were a major corporation. No, they were a major corporation. Um, you know, I mean, I'm wondering though, I mean, with the Disney thing, People don't officially die at Disney in Disney parks. People they, don't officially die at Disney. I worked at Disney. Oh. <laughs> oh. You didn't even want, I don't know. I can't say it. Tell her what I used to do at Disney. Uh, that you were characters that you were. Yeah. Weren't you? I, I can't say it, but you can. Oh, um, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. I did that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I had a no. girlfriend from university about? who she went through like the Bachelor of Fine Arts and the MFA program. And afterwards we were so excited. And I, I bumped into her and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm playing Chip from Chip and Dale. I was like, oh so what was she? God. Five three? Yeah, she was she was a poly pocket. Mm. God bless her. She was yeah. she was a yeah. date. Hey, listen. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm Joy. Three. Okay. You My could bad. totally, you could totally do Chip and Dale. There we go. No, I was actually i I was watching um I was watching one of those paranormal TikToks the other day, and she the the person the content creator was talking about the diff the the hauntings at Magic Mountain from different things that have happened, you know. And again, it's employees, different employees talking about things because there have been mysterious deaths there and stuff, you know. So back to the Disney thing. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. They get them off property. You die on property. They take you to the hospital, and you're declared dead at, at the, the hospital. hospital. Right. right. And we've talked about that with hotels and things before where they don't say, so I'm wondering. Right. No, if no. you died here, plus so many of them died sure. on vacation, eating oh. and drinking too much. Yeah. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, so, you know, yeah. that wasn't, that, that, it wasn't an uncommon occurrence, but no one was murdered. We were told a story of, was it the Mauritania room, right? Where the, the cleaning people yes. came in and they said 
there's this woman sitting here staring at us. She's not answering anything we say. Right. And she was in sort of like a period dress. Right. And then another woman joined that. Like, did you hear or see any? I am unfamiliar with that one. Oh, okay. All right. One of the things that we, that I read about was that it was a, a lot of the experience, a lot of odd shit happened to people from the cleaning crew. Sure. Um, unexplainable stuff. I think the more time you spend on the ship, um, the, you know, bigger your chances are of experiencing something. I believe that something there. So you guys know about the captain who drank the cleaner or bleach or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me they were big drinkers back in the day, (laughs) especially. Yeah. Weird. And, um, yeah. And, um, this, this captain grabbed a what he thought was liquor and drank it and it was like mm. a cleaning solution mm. and I, i'm not sure if he was the first or second captain so he died some people said that they've seen him i'd be pissed if that was me i would do i mean i'd be pissed too but some people say they saw jackie too but that's one of those things that i think you speak it into existence Jackie could just be, yeah, the manifestation of the stories and the energy. I mean, if there is this conglomeration. But is that an actual manifest manifestation of energy or is that you just fooling yourself? You know, we've heard accounts where there was none of the history that was purported to be there. Right. But the things that were happening went along with the history because that was the story that just was perpetuated over so much time that like whatever entity was there, maybe it just decided to be to go by this new name because that's what was there. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it too, because if you get into just really woo woo and go out there, it's like bigger than people like ghosts who were people. It's like, entities it's right. elementals it's like spirits it's if you want to talk to some people it's fairies it's like okay. i mean there's all kinds of things also, yeah, energy comes in all forms for sure um seriously i don't know i'm yeah it's 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 a strange thing i mean so many people have had things happen there um yeah it's also possible that something could have happened and was just attributed to this little girl because it's easy to have a name for something right yeah i don't yeah i i, I mean yeah i mean it I, could I just be straight up liar i think he's a straight up con man I yeah think. but like the experiences like i'm saying could right. be real and it's just not and this maybe, particular person maybe, maybe you could hear footsteps walking something around the pool unrelated right uh, yeah uh, right yeah. yeah maybe i never even got spooky feeling there's Check out the video. <laughs> There's a video of me at the pool. And it's not, it's not, I never get a, a weird vibe at that at the pool because nothing ever happened there. But nothing happened to you. So you've been in the pool alone, walking around. You know, right. I've been in the vortex, supposedly where she lives, like supposedly oh. in, in the changing rooms, right? The changing rooms. The changing rooms are allegedly a vortex. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, I spent many, much time in the vortex. Wow. You know, I'm I'm wondering if, you know, you, all of these other, you know, you've got the co-workers who had experiences and, you know, of course, everything can be taken with a grain of salt um, with regards to what, what others have experienced as well. But, 
you know, I'm wondering, speaking with you about, you know, this stuff, I, I can't help but wonder if, is it because you went into you the way that you were, you know, the way that you are um, working there, could it just be that because you go in and you're like, you know, whatever, I kind of, if, if you, if you're real, if you're not, don't care, it's fine. Um, do you think maybe that's why you haven't really experienced anything just because first of all, you don't, you're not afraid of it. It's just, you're going to work. It's just an old ship that you're just like, what, you know, if it's real, it's real. I don't care either way. You know, do you? Think I wouldn't that's say why? I didn't experience anything. I I would say that I the things that I experience I consider to be real. The hallway, the light thing, you know, yeah, I I consider those things to be real. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I and I think that they exist in the same location as the scam of Jackie. You know, and it's not John's fault that some guy made up Jackie, right? Right. Yeah. They have nothing to do with each other. That's why I'm saying like, it could just be something else. Like you walked into that room and the lights were on and said, Hey, can you shut them off? But like, you didn't say, Hey, Jackie, can you shut them off? Exactly. Right. Like it could still just be that same entity or same right. group of entities doing things that they're just like, my name isn't fucking Jackie. Like, <laughs> But when that was happening, there was definitely energy in the room. You yeah. know, I mean, so you a could lot. feel a difference. Sure. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. oh, you're doing it. You're doing it. And then he right. was climbing the walls. Oh, and it was just like, oh. you know, there was a, there was a lot going on. And we used to walk through the pool together and I would say, Jackie. Oh, God. That's, you know, I just be going berserk. You know, why do you do You're that? just feeding that changing room vortex. <laughs> Yeah, I did the paranormal tour years ago. Wait, wait, right. before, before I met Joe, before I was married. Did you do the actual tour with Matt? I don't know. Probably not, because here's the thing. We went on the tour and the person that was giving the tour, oh Jesus, the person that was, and like, I was super amped up because it was my husband who did it and we had a nice dinner beforehand. They had a really good vegetarian, uh, Wellington, yeah. who knew? Anyway, um, and he doesn't dig this stuff. He doesn't believe it. But I do. And so we're doing the tour and I was really into it until five minutes in our tour guide said, this is my first week doing this. I was in the box office before this. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But they took us through the pool and the way they'd set up the pool was exactly what you're saying. It was very Disney haunted mansion. Right. They had the lights. So it was setting up a water effect on the wall. Right. Exactly. Because it's, it hasn't been able to hold water since they ripped the engines out. Right. So right. when when they docked the Queen Mary, the deal was this can never be a ship again, because right. they didn't want to go up against their 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 own flagship. Right. So when they ripped all the engines out, they they did a lot of damage on purpose, and um, and some of the damage they did was the supports for the pool. Yeah. So that's why it can't hold water anymore. It's just that weird light effect. Yeah. Okay. So ships are generally given personalities they are usually from my understanding called she i'm sure some people out there call their boats he but whatever is it outside the realm of possibilities because i feel like it isn't on this show anyway that imbuing like we're saying the energy that it's just the queen mary yeah that it's not a specific ghost that it's just the ship reacting to things oh isn't that interesting 
Could it just be the ship? And now she holds this stuff and she does things. That's such a good point, Joy. You want to get real weird with it? Let's do it. That's that. That is weird, and I, I like it. I like it. That's very interesting. I don't. I didn't feel that. I didn't. I don't feel that because I didn't feel any um, relate relationship to. Although I had a relationship with the ship, I don't feel like it was. You want to get metaphysical? Yes. Oh, get metaphysical. We love that shit. Weird. Let's go. <laughs> I don't feel like it was with this piece of metal as it was the spirit of the ship. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, for sure. Oh, really? That's really what it was. I but I don't I don't know if um maybe it's playful enough to do that stuff, but I mean, every single person that traveled on there felt something for that ship. Yeah. One way or another. It, it, it does it has a weird it does have that weird power. I have to give it I have to give it that. She reunited those new families from the war. Right. They said transferred over 750,000 soldiers into the European theater. So that's pretty hardcore. And, and that's not even counting. It was probably over a million because that's not counting the um, top secret stuff. Yeah. Right. And there were so many missions where people were afraid they might not make it that every person that got off of her at the end was just like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for getting us here. It was once you were on the Queen Mary, you were pretty safe. It was kick ass. Right. You know? Hitler had a had a um had a bounty on it. You Just, know, like seriously? Shit. Yeah. Holy hell. So and I th- I think the the U-boats at that point, I think we're we're doing like 12 knots mm-hmm. above water. Mm-hmm. And I think the Queen Mary was like 30 something, you know, just blowing it out of the water. Yeah. Not even, yeah. All, you know, all the Germans could see was it going away. <laughs> Queen Mary, top speed. Let me look. Uh, 28.5 knots. So that's about 32 miles per hour. Wow. But you know what? That, that was, that might, that might be the official, but I know that um, it, it, it broke. Uh, it went faster on its. I think third voyage or something. There were some. Oh, probably. Did they just throw shit over the side and they were like, "Get, we don't need that. Let's let's dump that shit so we can go faster." The, the engine was so big and so powerful when it first started, it vibrated too much. Oh wow! They had to change the design because of because um, of how much it rattled, and they had to put handles on the original hallways. Didn't have rails. Wow. But it. Um, yeah, it shook so much that they had to put uh, rails on it. And I don't know if you've ever once, if you stay in it, the walls are really thin. Like you can hear the people next door. Like <laughs> crazy. And maybe that's what people are like. I hear tapping. No, it's just someone next door trying to get laid. Because oh my gosh. <laughs> I bet you heard some shit from those. We used to get so many complaints. We used to get really? so many complaints about that. Yeah. Hey, what you, anyway. So, but um, they, they were so thin, but it was designed with the engine in mind, the rattling, and that uh, was so you, you didn't get to hear, but since it's a hotel now and it just sits, there's no rattling and you can hear it. That's oh my goodness. You know, I just want to say, some, to your point, going back to when it was bringing people home, like all of those, all of those, you know, armed services, mm-hmm. um, and that 
there's a lot can contain, you know, going back to uh, this this ship being just saturated with the, with the emotions people were feeling, you know, both from when it split the ship in two and from when, you know, with with the troops on it. My mum was an airline stewardess back in the day and it was during the time of the Vietnam War and one of her roots at the end of, of the war was bringing troops home. And I asked her about it and she said, it's the quietest flight. It, it, they were the quietest flights we ever had. These, wow. these guys just had seen and experienced so much that you could feel it. I mean, you're in a metal tube. You could feel yeah. it and it was silent. And so thinking about what her experience was on, a, on an airplane and then putting it into this massive ship with this huge amount of people, there's no way that all of that cannot leave some kind of, you know, a residual mm-hmm. something behind. The Queen Mary still holds the record of the most people ever on a man-made right. vehicle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, 16,883? I mean, the there you go. Joy with the numbers. With I might numbers. be wrong. I might be wrong. I think it, it was be. pie. Anyway. Oh, I think, um, <laughs> so, and they used, they, like, the pool, If you, there's pictures of the pool that have just, you know, people have their bunks in there. Right. Right. Everything yeah. into sleeping space. And then when they did the Southern route, it was so hot and so uncomfortable that they had suicides that people would just jump oh off the boat, God. just be like, oh, I, I cannot do this anymore. Really? And they yeah, threw themselves over. Jesus. What? So I don't, I feel like I am becoming more apt to believe my little theory that it's, it's the ship. It's just her. It's her. Right. I, I, and I'm, I'm actually coming to agree with you on that. Like if we talk about stone tape theory and the idea that things can get recorded in objects, I mean, right. I, then there's that plus there's all this other energy there right. and, and treating her like an entity, like right. n- no one treats a ship. Like it's just a ship. Well, it was designed to last 45 years. That was a long time ago. Right. You yeah. Know? I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's way past its uh, its due date. I mean, and there was like t- there was upheaval from the beginning because the right. two the two companies had to merge and they didn't want to. Like, well, it was all the government, this. right? The, the, yeah. The UK stepped in and said, "Hey, we need mail service." That's what RMS stands for. RMS the Royal Royal See? Mail Service. I told y'all. I told y'all. Yeah. Nobody wanted to um, believe me. No one. <laughs> That's because they said, "Hey." Your company sucks. You you can't get it together. Your company sucks. You can't get it together. You have this plan. You have that plan. You're not doing that. Here's the boat you're making. You're now one company and you're running our mail. Right. Yeah. So, no big deal. Um, and it was no choice for them. You know, it, it do was, that or, or die basically. Yeah. Right. yeah. Do that. Or we're taking you over anyway. You're going to end up doing it. So, oh gosh, I know. think. You know, yeah. going going back, Joy, to what you said about it being the ship, I can't help but think about when we talked with Hadley about the Cecil Hotel. Mm-hmm. It was not any particular room. It was not any particular 
whatever was person still there. One specific instance or one specific ghost, right? It was the building. It is the Mm -hmm. building. Well, the fascinating thing is when the, when the Queen Mary started, right? It was, it was originally commissioned and they started building it. And then, and then they had to stop because of the depression. Right. Right. And it was a big deal. If you worked on the Queen Mary, you were proud. It was a big deal. And so it stood above the town. You know, you, the town kind of existed in the shadow of the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. So as it sat there rusting, it was just like a constant reminder of, look, what we were, were doing. Right. And now it's just sitting and rusting. And so when they were able to restart it, those people took the rust off for free. They just wanted a oh. job. Oh. They were like, oh, we, and they sanded. Tons. I can't remember what the tonnage was, but tons of rust off of it. I know that this is going to sound weird, but that like gave me goosebumps. So there's like Like, a lot of emotion. That's very emotional. Like from the get go, it was that. Yeah. People cared about this ship. And I think exactly when you care about something this much, then it becomes more than just an, an inanimate object. Like That's I'm crying a little. Like <laughs> so neglected afterwards. It was by the time I got to Long Beach, it was so neglected. So by so many people in so many different ways. This is just her cycle. So even before she was completed, right. she sat yeah. deteriorating. And then people were compelled to complete her. Yeah. And then she sat deteriorating and people were compelled to continue. What the f- and they say that she was the lucky one because she had two sisters i believe and one rolled over in port i think while they were refitting it and And then the elizabeth was sold to a shyster who then made it a college in quotes and um Uh, who else else had a college and a state company that was shysty i don't know right i don't know what's his name that that anyway who shall not be named (laughs) Um, so yeah as a shyster he bought that thing and then he tried he would go from port to port and like have a class do your money go to the next port have a class do your money go to the next port um as it was pulling into hong kong it sank right they were like hey we need to fix this boat he's like i'm not fixing this piece of crap let it go and so it sank and it sat there until maybe five or six years ago they were like hey we have to sink this thing all the way but it was sticking out of the water that's amazing so and that was its sister ship and that's what probably would have happened to the queen mary well it almost did like uh, yeah, yeah a year ago that's insane yeah and see and i cannot call me a skeptic I cannot believe that they're doing business. I cannot believe if they were if they are renting that as a hotel room. I have my doubts. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, um, listen. I know you said not to, but I'm gonna go stay there. Just don't touch anything. <laughs> don't drink the water. Listen, I'll I, probably be too scared to sleep, so don't worry. I'll just sit up like this all night, like not don't touching drink anything. the water. When we went to the Del Coronado. Joy brought her Lysol spray. First thing she did when we came in the room, she attacked every single surface and thing that we were going to touch. That's true. I brought for us onesies, 
with hoods. <laughs> and so when we went to sleep, we were in full onesies and it was pulled like we pulled those little string dingle dangles as as tight as we could <laughs> dude that was that was the one of the scariest maybe the scariest nights of my life the most uncomfortable my entire life and i have been in weird places you will definitely be uncomfortable on the queen mary <laughs> i am i i am very interested to now i think that we've had you on and we've done our separate book reports and we've talked about this a little more. And now I can watch the videos that you sent us. I want to go through the history a little more detailed and see the sort of cyclical way that she's fixed up and then let to deteriorate and then people come in and fix her again. Because if it lines up with the fucking Mayan calendar or some shit, I'm out. Oh my Could gosh. Be. Could be. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, I have a friend who is an astrophysicist, so maybe I can be Just like, send them hey, the calendar. you know how we were talking about like figuring things out from constellations? Can we talk about this? You know what, Joy? And if you want, if you want to talk, I have other people. If you want to talk like the guy, if you want to talk to the guy who saw Hugh or talk. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if anybody has, amazing. I mean, even if they have like a little short thing, they can call the residuals hotline mm. and leave us a message. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we, I, I find fascinating is like, like yourself and like your coworkers, people have worked in a location um, and, you know, they either can corroborate or they've had things, you know, we just had someone write in about who was a bartender and the things when they, when they close at night and it's just them and there's no one else there. It's almost like what Joy was saying to you. You you didn't you didn't see or, or hear anybody, but when there's a bunch of people around, who's to say if there was actually something there or not? And so like yeah. we we had someone write in and it's like the bar closes and it's like, oh, I'm not alone. Even though I'm physically alone, I'm not alone, you know? So it would be yeah. wonderful if 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 they wanted to write and if anyone listening wants to write in. The residuals podcast at gmail.com. Or, you know, call and leave me a message on the hotline 323-538-2666. Lewis, I, I make people do this horrifically annoying thing to them sometimes, but whatever. Um, at the end of every episode, uh, we each uh we we each say something that we're grateful for right now in this moment because you know the the world is kind of a dumpster fire. Um, and so it's just finding that one, uh, even if it's just one tiny thing to have gratitude for what, uh, what is it that you have, uh, gratitude for today? I have great friends. I'm going to say friends. I love that. Yay. He's talking about me specifically. Mostly. Probably, mostly. probably my husband also, because <laughs> the dad's hanging out is very cute. I love that. Dad finger. That's <laughs> their, their band dad finger. Oh my God. I'm here for this. <laughs> Joy, what's yours? Um, what is my gratitude this week? Um, honestly, my my gratitude is that it's almost the end of school. I am excited for the end of school so my dude and I can go to the beach and hang out and have some summer adventures. Um, and I'm grateful that, I don't know, I'm going to have a third grader. 
in a few, like what? I don't, he's finishing second grade. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Time is a weird thing. Time is an asterisk. Time is a flat circle. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's your gratitude, Emily? Um, so my, my son, he's going to be nine months next week. He's been in physical therapy, right? Is, and he's so cute. He's been in physical therapy for the past few months just because, um, you know, some babies do things on time and some babies need a little bit of help. And so he this week had physical therapy and he was able to sit up unassisted for more than 15 seconds. That's awesome. Fucking amazing. And I'm so proud of him. Um, and it was this crazy, they put him on this crazy contraption. That's like a vibrating bench. And I was like, I think some people might use that for something else. <laughs> um, but they sat him as on a it different therapy toy, later as a different therapy, but they, they sat him on it and they put a toy at the end and it was, it's the, that, that, that vibration kind of tricks the body and and its immediate instinct to want to just he just wants to stand up so when you sit him down he immediately like planks backwards because he just and so that's what we're working on because he also you know you got to sit and do some shit sometimes and so it kind of overstimulated his his system to a point that his body was like oh i'm gonna sit up and i'm gonna do this unassisted and it was just the best thing ever that's awesome as a mom to see my kid be able to do this for the first time. And um, it was just really rad. So that's my gratitude. Oh, yay. Very cool. Congratulations. Lewis, thank you. You're, you're our final episode of season four. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Now we're on summer break after this shit. Woo! Party. I mean, most of that is because school is out. And oh, I can't yeah. do this. We, we got <laughs> But, you know, thank you for coming on. Thank you to the new listeners who found us. Thank you to the ones who have been with us from the beginning. We love doing this. Um, We love hearing from people who who like us doing this. Uh, Send us your stories any way you want. We'll put them in a scare mail episode coming up. Yep. And please go to your streaming, your, your podcast streaming platform of choice and leave us a nice review. And then maybe, you know, rate us nicely. Um, I don't even care about that. If you give us a one star, I don't care. Just get in there and be like, I hated these bitches. They're terrible and they're crazy. Whatever. It's but fine. She can any take Any sort it. of review is better than the for the algorithm than none. Yeah. But, you know, we just, we, we, we like you a lot. Uh, we appreciate you. And, you know, keep an eye on our social media because we'll be keeping that up. And we've got some things coming to the store. So... Yeah, yeah, and maybe we'll schedule a summertime residuals rendezvous where we can all meet up and hang out. So what do you know about that? I'm there. Shit. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. So until until next next time, time, (laughs) save your sofas. (laughs) And don't be afraid of the dark. But I will. Thanks, Lewis. Thank you. Jackie. Jackie. Bye, Jackie. Bye, Jackie. Bye. Bye, Lewis. Hey, man.
when I die, put me with the beer and the ice cream. I won't be mad. <laughs> 